But there was this one company, I think called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome. What's going on? I hope everybody's having a good Friday. Feel good Friday. Feel good fantasy Friday. Feel good Packer fantasy football Friday. There's a lot of stuff going on today. Welcome to the Chop Sports Daily, uh, brought to you by uh, a whole bunch of people we'll talk about in a little bit. Also coming to you live from the Flipping Made Easy studio right here in Matawan, New Jersey. It is Sturch. It is Gooch Wrestling. Rob is behind the glass. Uh, we hope you have or hope you're having a good morning so far. I know our internet woes continue, so if we cut out... We're sorry. Um, I I don't know anymore. I, I just don't know, Gooch. I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how many people I got to talk to. I don't know how many people I got to, like, just fuck it. I, I don't even know. I, I just run out of options. We're going to get a new modem this weekend. And I mean, yeah, I'm going to spend $400 things. on a modem to make sure that I'm one of those gaming. I, I'm not going to call you losers because you guys are, I mean, there's like. Winners You could be professionals. <laughs> you could be professional gamers at this point. It's true. Uh, but there's things out there that are, like, built for those things. And what we need is up load speed and that's i'm not gonna get into all that because i don't really care anymore uh I, like i said to you guys before i hope you guys are doing well if you want to support chop sports and pay for the new router you can do so by going over to patreon.com forward slash chop sports that's how to do it uh there is a lot of cool shit happening on yeah. the patreon right now if you join three five ten dollars you'll be entered into the new break buds uh break where i know you brought something back here yeah, you have we'll, it i'm gonna bust it out in a second okay we'll, we're gonna we'll, bust it we'll out and nice break little... it open in a second huh? no no ah come on no. i thought i thought for sure a little teaser yeah all right, so there will be, um, uh, what you call looking for that? Oh, hey, hey, yeah, buddy. I like that, LaCour. You're the man, bro. That's why you're the man. Your episode, by the way, is doing phenomenally. I really appreciate you coming on a sit down with Sturch. Uh, a lot of downloads, a lot of people in the local area learning all about you. Um, time for a rundown because there's plenty of stuff to oh, get into. Yeah. There was obviously, this is how it always happens. Literally three minutes after we went off the air yesterday, uh, something went down. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit because it's obviously the biggest story of uh, of our sports. Yeah, day. we'll let that kind of bleed into the first topic at the end of the rundown. You'll see how I do this. So, opening things up, we do have a big fight this, a big card this weekend where Kamaru Usman is defending his welterweight crown against Leon Rocky Edwards. Uh, there's three fights of note on the card. I'm going to break it down a little bit without getting too in-depth. If anybody has any questions or wants to reach out after, I'll, I'll talk about where I came with my conclusions mm. um, as best as I can. Mm. Um, so Kamaru Usman is minus 350 against uh, Rocky or Leon Rocky Edwards at plus 275. The way I'm looking at this right here is they fought before. It was a fairly boring fight. Um, both guys played it safe. I think they're going to be very similar in this one. There's a lot on the line for Usman every time he goes out there. So you could see, I could very well see him playing this safe and maybe using his wrestling a little bit. So Usman's decision is minus 120. So it's leaning towards, like, that's the way to place your value. Usman's not going to lose the fight unless he gets knocked out. And if you're going to place two, plus 275, you might as well rock with the plus 550 on a KO if you really think Edwards is going to win. That's his only chance to mm. me is a, is a puncher's chance. So if you really think that's the one then you could, you could place a little bit of money and, and get a nice payout. Um, another fight, Luke Rockhold against Paulo Costa. Both guys I really can't stand. I'm not a fan of Luke Rockhold. If you've watched the, the lead-up to these fights, dude is just a douchebag. He's going at reporters. Like, Who's the guy you showed me today? He's not a douchebag. Oh, that's uh, Joe Hitman. Oh, that's Bare Knuckle, Bare Knuckle. I'll get to that in a Oof. moment, bro. 
I wanted to run love, through a brick that. wall. Love that stuff. Yeah, I got a nice <laughs> little heater going on. Behind um, so Luke Rockhold is is a big dog in this one. Costa is favored minus three fifty, and Rockhold is at plus two sixty on the on the get back. Um, Costa is minus one sixty to knock him out. That's happening. Luke Rockhold is going to get knocked out early, probably. So that's where I'm going with that one. Uh, Costa minus one sixty for the KO. Not great odds, but it's kind of telling when when it's a KO and it's that. That bad. Yeah. Um, and then we have a real, little more of a boring fight. Mirab Javishvili. Javishvili. I think I got it right. Uh, against Jose Aldo. Everybody fan favorite. Jose Aldo. He's been kicking around for a really long, long Jose? time. Jose. 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 It's Jose. But um, so just take my word for it on that one. <laughs> I mean. Uh, it's, he's, so it's Portuguese. So the J is not silent because it's not Spanish. It's Portuguese. So is that a thing? Jo- it's that's Jose that's Aldo. the thing? It's oh, Jose okay. Aldo, yes. Cool. Um, See, I'm cultured. Davishvili is a minus 140 favorite, and most people are going to look at this as like, wow, Aldo's a dog. Davishvili is really good. Dog. He's just really boring, and he needs a big win like this over Aldo to put himself into contention because he really should be there. You know, this guy's on a tear. He just mm. doesn't have the name value, and he's a very boring fighter. But I like Aldo, plus 200 for a decision. He's tough to take out. Uh, Davishvili doesn't really have that finish you style. Um, so I think Aldo has a chance to to go three rounds full bore. He doesn't really have to reserve anything. He's fought in five round fights for the most of his career. A three rounder for Aldo, I think he can go pedal to the metal the entire time and maybe even finish him. But that one's going to go the distance, I think. So Aldo minus two hundred. Moving off of the MMA arena, we do have a bare knuckle. Uh, event this weekend. So we're still in the MMA arena. A nice little heater. <laughs> this fight has me a little more excited than the UFC card does. They got the Joe Hitman, and he's just a guy that you want to hear talk, and when you hear him talk, you want to run through a brick wall. So if you do have some time to steal the link, message me. I'll, I'll send you that. And um, the the main event in that card is a, definitely a banger, and it is Mike Perry. I love Mike Perry. Mike he's not the Perry. Best, he's not the best UFC guy, but Nobody. he's a fan favorite, and he gets the crowd going. And he's fighting Michael Venom Page, who... You got everybody knows who Venom Page is, right? He's the guy that got, he's the British guy. He fought for Bellator for a long time. Pokemon, yeah, he did like the Pokemon. Basically, thing, he's right? like a smaller yeah. version of the Style Bender. Okay, Adesanya, but Fine. you know, one of those types of guys, a really elite striker. I'm curious to see how he's going to fare in a bare knuckle game because that's a very different ball game. Um, off of combat altogether, Major League Baseball news. We talked about the Braves all week about how they keep on locking up talent. I did misspeak and said that they had Dansby Swanson locked up. They do not quite yet. He is a pending free agent, but they opened up contract negotiations, and that's looking to get done fairly soon. So their whole core is going to be be back for mm. the next decade or so. <laughs> um, Blushing, fellas. And the ground wants to come here, too, so... Who? DeGrom wants, DeGrom wants to go oh, there. That's, that's you see how they lined it up, rumored. by the way? It's Mets rumored. are scared of the Yankees, man. They lined oh, up. Stop. They lined up Scherzer <laughs> and DeGrom Monday, Tuesday for the Subway Series. Um, go easy ta- on us, boys. I've been boys. talking about uh, Brandon Beatty for the past couple days in the He's rundown. And, and I want to talk about him again because I saw a video yesterday <laughs> of his high school team that got together and watched, this and watched the his first at-bat or his, his, first de- his debut live mm-hmm. as a team, and the video of them watching him go yard ski. Dave, I did that for you. Man, a boy. Um, learning. It's one of the best videos I've seen on the internet in the past couple days. I watch a lot of videos, so. <laughs> he it, does watch it, a lot of videos. You know, a lot very, of videos. Very, very An unhealthy amount on the list. Um, I don't know what I have 73 away from. Oh, that is, as I'm on the Mets, go follow the Till Mets Do You Part. Till Til Mets do, do us, us part. part over on Twitter. They had a really big day yesterday on the heels of their giveaway and their big guest. I think it was hilarious, though. I, I did see somebody respond. It seemed like an older woman. She yeah. responded. She's like, I don't 
win anything. Hey, you can't win, like all. So you can't win them all. You can't win them all, lady. But if you stick around for the next one, you, yeah. you have a, you have a yeah. decent shot. Or um, join the break button. The you odds, get a jersey. But the odds are are decreasing as we speak because they are getting follower after follower. Yeah. I think they hit a little like four hundred or something yesterday, nice. which is good great. job, baby. Good They're job. They're seventy three away Sap. from their goal. So please, please, if you are a Mets fan or if you just want to talk shit. Two Mets fans go follow till Mets do us part. No, don't don't talk shit. They keep it nice and clean over there. They are it, they're, they're very buttoned the, up. Found their traction a little bit, and we're proud of the boys over at Till Mets do us part. Shout out to it all started with a dollar and a dream. Ibanez, <laughs> Matt Ibanez, and John Sapinero. Keep it up, Abanez. <laughs> Kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, those are fighting <laughs> syllables. Me yesterday. Those are fighting kidding? syllables right there. Yeah. And this is just for Dave. So Yes Network and Hawaii oh, Mike decided to post a graphic so yesterday. And it is that the Baltimore Orioles are have the best record in the American League East since May 17th. <laughs> right. So I'm not saying this, and I know that Dave, I'm gonna say this for Dave. Oh. Dave doesn't like how people uh, cherry pick stats from a specific date to make it sound like they're better than they are. That's what they do. Well, to me, um, I feel like May seventeenth is a big enough sample size as to that. May seventeenth on is a is a better indicator as to it which is. team that is. It's a great sample size, but they, if they would have went to May sixteenth, the Yankees probably would have been in first. Yes. So I'm saying, yes. like they looked for it, they found it, they found the date. And bang, there's your stack. I remember, and I said it to you earlier, and I'll say it again. It's very. Um, I remember when the Yankees had lost the series, and they they fell to six and six after twelve games. They lost the Baltimore series, and. Everybody wanted to jump off. Commander, Commander Carson. Carson's Commander back. Carson. I'm <laughs> sorry. That was like for breaking months, news. We everybody Hope wanted to right, jump buddy. off a cliff <laughs> when the Yankees dropped two of three to Baltimore at home. In hindsight, not such a bad series loss now because Baltimore is a good team. But I talked at length episode after episode about how, well, if you look at the Yankees' record since they lost that series to the Orioles, they're 50-10. and 10. And I was talking like that so at least that's, But at least that's a series when when all when like the world was falling apart and we're like, oh, my God, they're 6-6. Six and six. But since then, they've been on a run. Look, and I think, but now it's like they're, they're, think, they I do this all the time. because of the nature of where we're at. Demographic. It's like uh, geographically, we're, we're Yankee fans. No, 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 I know, but no, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm talking about every sports network does yes. this, where it's like, if, if for whatever no, reason, everybody does. Stuff, though. We're, but it's I love not it. because it's like so cherry picked. It's like, oh, uh, this guy is 27 yeah, but, for his last 37 in his last but 14 games. Dave, it's like, since what? May 17th, why don't you look at the things that took place around that time? Adley Rushman called up. They, they brought up prospects, yeah. and then, then all of a sudden, it's not the same ball. So they could have done that. They could have said, since calling up the kids, well, they're this. Well, either way, not all. Oh, they're in first place in the way, division. They're not. Since they're the, not. They, they have, a, they have right, the, they have right, the best nothing. record. They have the best record. And when you're looking at um, projecting about who's going to do what, and you look at odds, and you look at things like that, it's not. The it's, same thing goes with football. You can't look at weeks one through four, how they were playing against the pass, if weeks Five through eleven, they were the best team in football against the pass, but Understood. now they're just middle of the road. Understood. They're they're one of the better passing defenses. Understood, now. and you can say that. Remember, I told you when the Panthers came into Dallas last year, they were three and zero, had the best defense in football, right? And then Dallas put up some numbers on them, and I'm like, well, what happened there? You know what I mean? That's fine, but don't. I think everybody everybody's missing my point. Is that what what happens is. They they look for the the bright spot and then they find it and then they post but, but about it because that was here's the why bright I bring spot. it up more so than anything though it's because like I said there's a negative connotation attached you, to Nick. it because it's posted <laughs> on the S network and it's posted in Chop Sports in a, demo, a a geographical region where we're all Yankee fans that's where our base is 
And it looks as if, like it's a disparaging stat against the Yankees when really I'm looking at it as like just kind of highlighting how how really good Baltimore has been playing and that they're here to stay. That they're going to be here in the playoff push, and they right now, as it stands, I believe they're in. I hope they're in because well, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll right? be fun. It'll be fun. Right. Baltimore is I'm, a. I don't hate you. Don't, you can't hate I the don't Orioles. Hate you just yet, but I, oh yes, you can. I hated the Orioles. Hated when they were relevant. But, when but Jeffrey Mayer is, was catching I, fucking I Brady no Anderson, Brady no Anderson problem. was hitting fifty dingers. No problem rehating you. <laughs> I will well, jump right what? back you've on re- the hate train. You rejoined the hate. I was just going to say hate train. That's Commander so Carson. We have been. We knew. We, we knew you were deployed. We t- probably talked about you twice a week, right, Dave? Yeah, right? Dude, we do bring him up a lot. So welcome back. Welcome Glad you're home. safe, buddy. Thank you. And thank you for your service, dude. Of, of course. All right. So, what else do we got on this rundown as we move past? The, hey, maybe uh, we have to the go World to another Series champion, game. Baltimore Orioles. Yes. Yes. Maybe you guys that, need to go we back to the Yankees when we went. Well, it was like the 26th of what? April we went? Uh, I think Cole's I'm going first. to the Yankees-Mets August 22nd. It was Cole's was first win. Next week? Carlos, It's yeah. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Just so you know. Okay. Thanks. All right. Sick invite. Um, I got invited by Los. Which you know Los? Carlos. Carlos. Los. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what am I? Huh? What the fuck? Um, as I move past the baseball things, we got small bit tidbits to talk about in the NFL. Um, small. Small tidbits, yes, and then we have one banger. to turn. So Tom Brady is still away from the team, and mm. head coach Todd Weird. Bowles is noncommittal about Tom Brady's return to the team. And I bring this up because it is news. It should be what news. What do you mean? He's just he's been gone. Tom Brady stepped Double, away from the team. I know that, to, he'll deal with a personal noncommittal issue. meeting. Like he's not going. He, he doesn't he, know when he's. He coming can't back. say, oh, oh, he'll be back September first. He might be back Wednesday. He might be back next Thursday. Yeah. Now, I'm only bringing this up because Antonio Brown made tried to make a comment, but it didn't really he's make sense. Asshole. But I understand Antonio Brown language. I don't know how, who else here does, but it's I understand like what he's trying it's like to reading, say. It's like reading Cam Newton's tweet. I understand uh, what he's Instagram. trying to say, and he's, again, I got to say, Antonio Brown's right. What do you say? What do you say? Tell he's, me what he, he said. He just said, now, if I needed time to step away. He's not Tom Brady. Fair. Fair. Okay. <laughs> not even close. Okay, but so still, Aaron, no. Aaron Rodgers still, isn't Tom Brady either. And he stepped away. He was in. He was under a waterfall during training camp last year. Nobody said shit. Well, people said shit, but he that, got back right, and played right. football. I'm going to run this. So back. that's why. So Settle that's why you don't have to worry about it. 100. Aaron Rodgers got dragged for months. So on dragged end. Tom Brady. And this isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers reported day one. He wasn't missing camp. He, they they fixed that before camp. Am I wrong about that? No. What, last this, year? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, Tom Brady should be practicing with his team, chasing after ring 31. He's not. I'm not saying that he doesn't have good reason. I'm saying that the media is giving Tom Brady a pass. Of course they are. 100%. Tom fucking Brady. And look, when you win 38 Super Bowls, but for, for, for you get Antonio Brown to be like, oh, if it was me. No, yeah, no, no. Well, maybe if you look, didn't strip down to your underwear last time we saw you, we would have fucking not, not dragged uh, look, you after look, everything look, look, you do, I, I Brown. Don't, I, I don't want you Clown to, show. to miss construe what I'm saying and me saying like Antonio Brown was right every step of the way in every sig- single situation. The way he handled himself was childish across the board. But when you're looking back at the resentments that started to form in his brain with if you watch the Ryan Clark interview with mm-hmm. him on that podcast, Antonio Brown shuts him down several times yeah, he does. where Ryan Clark has nothing to say, where it's like, yo, he's like, you did, you're telling me that this didn't happen. And Ryan Clark's like, yeah, Call it did. did. It did. So, like, you could start to see where a person that thinks the way Antonio Brown does will start to build some resentment. And that's what kind of led to the situation that we're in. Not saying Antonio Brown's right about the way he's acting. But he's definitely right in his calling out of the NFL media and how they pick and choose well, here's the very thing. similar situations Here, and they drag people forward. Well, here's the thing. Without facts. This is why it's not a similar situation. And I'll tell you why. 
Because last year, when Rogers went on his vacation with his girlfriend and his, whoever the fuck else he went with, right? You got pictures under the waterfall, blah, 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 blah. Mine's not on football. So people are like, what the fuck, Aaron? You got training camp coming up. You got some big-ass issue. Solve it. Do it. Get it done, right? So that's why people drag Aaron Rodgers. Nobody has a goddamn clue as to what's going on with Tom Brady right now. If they would have said, like, he needs to step away because uh, he's got to watch his kids, like, then you're like, what the fuck? You know, like, but what if something's <laughs> actually wrong? Well, well, here's the thing. You don't know, so we can't make judgments. So Why Antonio is- Brown coming out saying, oh, if it was me. Antonio, you're a, you're a nutcase. You're an absolute nutcase. You have no fucking ground but, to stand but, on with but this how come, at all. Where is where is the prying? Like, where is the sources? Where is Adam Schefter's anonymous source saying what Tom Brady is actually doing? Maybe it's doing? something really shitty. How come nobody brought up the fact that it was? It, it's kind of interesting that their first post preseason game on was against planet, the Dolphins. On what planet does a was does a worldwide megastar like that Tom Brady get out. to just pick and choose? He's not picking what, and choosing. Maybe by, it's. He's you not know, picking and choosing. Like because if, if it's crazy shitty, maybe Todd Bowles more, knows. And, that's and, even more of a reason why the media should be all over it. Yeah. So, but do you really want that, though? Bro, are we I don't want to be about, TMZ. I don't uh, want to fucking no, hear no, about I'm this saying, shit. I'm not saying, Dave, go, go break the Tom Brady story. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the people that have been proven to have poor ethics... Time and time again with how they cover. Well, maybe they're trying to turn per- over oh, yeah. a new leaf. Ah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, Fast maybe to of tomorrow. All maybe Fast of all people. To tomorrow. No, 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 no. Maybe of all people, Schefter, who fucked up the entire retirement. Right? He announced it a week before Brady was able to announce it. Right? He screwed so all Adam this up. Schefter, so Schefter's probably like, you know what? So Adam Schefter's let like, somebody uh, else take so this Adam shit. Adam Schefter's saying, "Yeah, somebody else take it," and everyone's like, "Well, no." I'm good. That's what happens when you're Schefter. Poopy heads. Somebody definitely knows. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it, but I I also, I am a fan of it because I think it is better that that we don't know because I don't really give a shit. He's not with the team. I don't think it's that big of a story. Le'Veon Bell didn't practice all year and won a rushing title. Why did that go away? It's the, what? It's probably, it's all right. It's probably, it's probably internet thing, man. So just leave it. Don't even worry about it. Honestly. But yeah, we're, we're all right. Tom Brady, fuck you anyway. Go back to, go back to practice, dude. Enough (laughs) is enough. Um, Jesus Christ. What else? NFL. Yeah. Small little tidbit before we get to the bomb. Uh, Broncos named Javante Williams the guy. I think that was apparently evident that that was going to take place, but there was a little bit of trepidation as to where you would want to pick Javante in the drafts because, you know, there is the presence of Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is going to be the second fiddle. A little more typical action, a little more usage than your typical second fiddle will get and probably steal some goal line touches from Javante. But um, I think Javante is is all systems go on him this year. You're going to see a, a little increase. Dave, how much are you going to owe me? I don't know. I'm, I'm more worried about the internet right now. I can see. Right. I can keep seeing it bounce yeah. in and out. So it's like just so annoying. So that is we it. apologize ugh, as we're out. Uh, we apologize if anybody's not seeing and or hearing us right now. Probably they probably can't hear us at all actually. But we're still recording a podcast. So hit that try again, please. Um, don't worry about me. I'm not gonna be able to see any comments the rest of the way. I don't really care. Um, but who, if the, who it, else is just backup? keep going? Just keep uh, now. Go make sure everything's tested out. Add us to the stream. And we're good. And, we are and we're good. back. All right. Sorry, folks. Um, and that is it for my uh, for my rundown. Back to you, Dave. All right. Well, no, it's not because we have a, a bombshell that went off five well, seconds yeah. after we got off the air yesterday, which was absolutely atrocious. Um, let me turn my volume down here because I'm going to join the stream so I can see the comments. I hope everybody's doing all right out there. Held on during that storm of uh, internet woes. Um, because, you know, that's what we deal with here over at Chop Studios when it's streaming. Everything else is fine. I wish we had the same thing that they use at the White House to put the bolo- ho- uh, Biden hologram up. 
Say what? You know how like the White House has that hologram machine? Yeah. Where they're able to put a hologram of Biden up? Oh yeah. Wouldn't I mean, it be cool if we had that when we dip out? They could they could just put a put hologram us of us yeah. talking. Well, again, we we uh we're sorry about the lagging. We're good now. Yeah, well that's what somebody's saying, but I'm watching Gucci's screen and it's just dog I'm shit. I'm looking at ours. No, I'm looking at yours and it's it's dog shit. I could see it. I could I could see the thing. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, no, mine's moving. That's not moving. Mine's moving for sure. No, man, well, your screen is the same as his screen. Bro, I'm telling <laughs> so, you right now, you're moving on my screen. Uh, I can see that. I'm saying I can see the status bar, which is the the um, reason the the when when that's low, we're we're chipping in and out. I never. Um, damn, because I really wanted to get into the Sean Watson stuff before. Um, I wanted to cut this stream off completely because I'm just ready to fucking break a wall. But anyway, um, so Deshaun Watson, um. He goes from six to eleven, and all from what I lost my train. Was of there a fine the first time? He went from six from eleven, and from from all things, it was like Deshaun Watson was willing to accept a ten game. Is what he said. He said, "Give me a ten, give me a ten game suspension and a five million dollar fine." So then the Texans were like, "Okay, we're onto something here." Or no, Texans, Texans. Browns. You get you get where I'm going with yes. It. So the, no, the NFL and Watson were like, "We're onto something here." He's like, why don't we just throw it at 11 games, and then you could come back against the Texans, and we can make it really weird for everybody involved. It's weird. No, that's, that's hype. They all want that shit. They can't I, wait for that to happen. I feel like that's the opposite so of what annoying. they should want. That's the opposite of what they should want, because now they're going to have like all the all the craziness of, of what, what, what took place with the lawsuits and the Texans and Deshaun Watson all in the same building on this coming out party for this guy that either did or didn't ruin the lives of several people. Coming out and being like a star quarterback on the national stage. Yeah, well, I don't like it. My only thing is this: this absolutely destroys Cleveland more than it's destroying Deshaun Watson. Watson doesn't give a shit. He went out yesterday, finally made a statement. Right? He danced more than Michael Jackson around every single thing. It was insanity how he can't just what what I heard from what everything that I heard in that interview was an admission to guilt. It was a, I'm so sorry for the people that were affected during this time. Bullshit, okay? The one guy was like, uh, so who are you apologizing to? He's like, everybody, all, even, all the women, even you, like talking to the reporter. Like, he is so fumbling over his own words, it's ridiculous. And the fact that, like, your whole entire contract is structured to not give an ounce of a shit financially about this year just leads me to believe that nobody really cares. Like, he he's fine, and now... Are the Browns going to be in the Jimmy G sweepstakes? Or are they going to ride with Jacoby? I don't know. But the Browns season is now up in smoke. Because this dude being out 11 games makes them worse than they were last year with, with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I don't, think that, I don't think that the Browns season was ever not up in smoke. The minute they signed Deshaun Watson and, and structured the deal the way they did, I think they kind of knew the writing was on the wall. Um, I don't think that they're going to be in on the Jimmy G thing unless the 49ers are willing to eat a big portion of that contract. And if that's the, the case, then the Browns are going to have to give up more capital, right? The Browns don't really have draft capital because they just got rid of it all to in get the Deshaun Watson, Watson trade. Right. So it's going to be hard-pressed. They do have third Watson. and fourth rounders. But the 49ers, I don't think they want $25 million on the books at this point. Um, it's clear as day that they are trying to move off of Jimmy G but will keep him if need be. Uh, the Browns... Is, is Jimmy G that much better than Jacoby Brissett? Yes. But is he that much better than Jacoby Brissett coming into a new system, a new team that's 
you know, midway through camp already. He doesn't have all the plays. He's So it's not like the Jimmy G coming in as this broken down. You already have to kind of dumb down the offense a little bit with Jimmy G because you can't go up top. You can't do certain things with him as a passer. No, it's not like he can't throw. No, he can't. He can't throw deep. He hasn't thrown deep in he his career. He said that about career. that too, but I mean, well, we're looking at accuracy more so than like every yeah. NFL quarterback could sling it, but could you drop it on a dime? You <laughs> know, I think Dak struggles a little bit accuracy the more you hit the 30 yard mark, as does everybody. Maybe, Jimmy G, maybe he's coming not with a, a good deep dynamite defense. drop and never knew that parlays were worse than assault. <laughs> it's like, it's so embarrassing for the NFL to suspend this guy less, less. For literally assaulting women. Like, I'm sorry. He that's another thing that Watson said in the thing. He's like, Well, you know, we're in the process of clearing my name legally. Uh, it looks like the NFL has made their decision. So we, yeah, we so there's nothing we could do about so that. There like, was, no, there is. When I listened to the Deshaun Watson statement, it looked like it was a it was written by it's like, hey, an apology by Deshaun Watson. And it was like, um, what do they call it? Contributions by the NFL and my lawyers. And you could tell exactly when the NFL was saying what to say and when the lawyers. They co-wrote that entire speech. And it was like with the NFL and the, the legal system was like, you have to cover these. Have you ever seen somebody like plead guilty in court and take a plea deal? And then they have to like, even if they didn't do it, they have to sit there in court and admit that they did something that they didn't do just for the records. That's what that was. That was all bullshit. Figurehead, whatever you want to call it. Coach speak. That's I like just, courtroom speech. So there was preseason football to watch last night. I don't know if anybody actually tuned into that, but um, it was during halftime, and Schefter went out there, and he was like, he's been fined $5 million, and the, and the NFL has also contributed $1 million, and this will go to shelters of those affected by... I'm like, Jesus and he's fucking also Christ. like, and stop asking so about Tom Brady, dumb. because we're not going to tell you what's going on with Tom Brady. Yeah. Everybody keep watching Watson, because Brady is... Something's wrong, but we don't know. So sources have said that Watson is the guy to talk about. <laughs> like, Watson is the fall guy for the NFL right now, and he still sucks. But like, the it, entire thing sucks. Is it safe to say now, because I'm, I'm, I'm sure the listeners are on the same page, and just... Football fans in general. Are we done? Are we, is it is it okay done, to, right? to bury the Watson thing? Until I mean, week here, 11, here's, but that's the problem. That that is a problem to me because what you're doing is you're, you're forgetting about the fact that he he messed with these women. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, by, I'm, by 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 saying, all right, you got your eleven. Bro, what a piece bro, of shit, bro. Let's come, never talk about it again. Week, come week twelve. Not you. I'm saying come anybody. Week twelve or thirteen, when all thirty-seven Texans fans are there, right <laughs> at that game. That game you're in Houston. Hear, you're going to hear know. the same chance you were hearing down in Duval County mm-hmm. because that was the greatest, uh, maybe the greatest heckle that I've heard in really long fuck? time. You sick fuck. You That's sick a wrestling fuck. chant, right, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that makes chant. more sense. <laughs> NFL? I, I don't know. I've never heard that in an NFL game. Yeah. Ever, ever, yeah, ever, ever. I, I think Deshaun Watson, he made his bed. He's going to lie in it, and it's not a massage table. But fast, no! fast forward two months, Deshaun Watson's got his first, uh, he's got his first counseling session. He shows up with a massage table, and he's like, Wait, I thought, I thought that was part of the this deal. This is so us, right? <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Like, what, what is that? How long before Watson tries to? Or bang if he scores a touchdown him? and they all just give him like towels as like a <laughs> celebration, <laughs> heated towel. <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? They have to black the screen. That is awful. Uh, anyway. Yeah, fuck Watson, fuck he Brady. Sucks. Yeah, we talk about thing. anybody. Yeah, else we can we could talk more right. about Watson. I guess when Week the 11. Browns was Week their 11. first game. Um, all right, I do want to let you guys know, and I'm sorry about the RD. I'm sorry about the connection once again. Uh, I will. I am. I'm at wit's end <laughs> with everything. I have to spend some money now, and I have to try to fix it that way. Um, but anyway, speaking of money, 
I will be actually worried about money <laughs> when I retire because if I have to keep spending money on fucking net gear and shit, that will run my pockets dry. Um, if you're worried about that, don't worry. Michael Fusco can help you guys out. Uh, call 718-701-5787 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 718-701-5787. Guarantees and protections are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Some insurance policies are not available in all states. And if you're a financing guy and you have a small business like us and you want to finance some cool shit, you could do so with a 540 FICO score and starting up to $300. Oh, the rundown just came back. <laughs> it's like, hello, rundown. Um, and also just about any business can be approved for this financing up to $300, prestigetaxfinancing.com uh, slash business financing. Also, shout out to our boys over at the Dat Chat. Um, that's a brand new social media app doing blockchain and and uh, what do you call that? Uh, the, the NFTs. The, well, I know that, the NFTs, but there was another thing. It's when you sign, maybe that's blockchain. It's like people are signing contracts now via something else. But in any event, go check those guys out. steveishbar.com. Um which I'm gonna call uh, for all the website stuff. What is that? What's I happening? Didn't touch any of that. It's like freaking no, the fuck out. Even right when now. I'm trying to type in the thing, it, it like. Well, it, the the I, I need to get more. <laughs> There's more money. I gotta get batteries for the for the oh, um the, 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 the. the mouse. And anyway, the, the money. Oh, when does the NFC East start? Monday. Monday. That's, that's what I meant to type. I I got it. There it is. Wow, yeah. we're all there. Money, 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 money. Anyway, so that's it for the reads, except for yes. Head on over to Manscape.com. Use the promo code Chop Sports. And you will have a really easy time shaving your balls. If you go on that website and you look at the Performance Package 4.0, it comes equipped with pretty much everything. You could clean your earwax. Not ah. actually. You just clean your ear hairs, your nose hairs with the, uh, what is it called? The Weed Whacker, the Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Weed Whacker. And um, they have the... the um, Lawnmower 4.0? Lawnmower 4.0 with the 400 k You've done LED this so many light. goddamn times. You haven't like... I was not. I was like prepping the next segment. Oh, you forgot uh, all about our sponsors? I was prepping How the next segment, you? and then I was like, oh, shit, I have to do this read. So, yes, Manscaped, they have the porcelain blade on the lawnmower, and who the fuck? Wait. It feels like, um... Who invited Danny to Jesus to come to the studio on Wednesday? Oh, is he oh, out yeah, of no, his goddamn no, mind? No, no, he is coming. Yeah, oh, he's he, coming here to yeah, talk he Eagles? Wa he wants to come here oh, and sit in on the Eagles Bring Eagle all show. the smoke to Jesus. Good stuff. Good bring stuff. all the smoke, bro. I can't wait. Um, so what else was I saying? Yeah. Uh, they have exfoliators, so <laughs> use that, too. It makes your booty hole feel smooth. Not that I... I know about that, but um, promo code Chop Sports. Use the promo code. Use the promo code. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again, and today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, Tax Preparation and Planning, Bookkeeping, Payroll, Retirement Planning, Insurance, Asset Protection, and even Life Settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own Physically Fit Credit Repair. 
They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. Also, a little shameless uh, plug here. It's not a shameless plug. It's part of the fucking network. Of course it is. <laughs> so, it's all shameless. It's never so, shameless. If you looked at the Facebook group yesterday, you may have seen a jersey that's being auctioned off. It's not really auctioned. There's spots for sale. $10 for your choice of a team. $7 for a random team. Are We're there going teams gone, Gooch? Sunday. There is 12 teams gone. Ugh. There is the Cowboy. I'm not going to name the teams. Go oh, over whatever. to the Facebook post and look at it. Dave's got the Cowboys. Is that updated on the Facebook post as far as as the teams it go? Is, it is okay. updated. I updated the actual post. So, look, this is the jersey. Buy-in. Scoop one is Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence helmet. It's you know, a it's fun crazy. Time. It's crazy. Um, today's Friday. You working today? Yeah. Okay. So, as soon as Gooch leaves... I'm gonna pop that bad boy open <laughs> just to find <laughs> out just up. exactly who's in that. And I uh, listen. I've mastered the, uh, the what is it when you like melt the fucking plastic, the shrink wrap, mm-hmm. right? You could just I'll redo it up. It'll look nice. It'll look nice. And then I'll. I bid. promise you, he is not. He is not. <laughs> this is like sacrilege in the break community. I will Dave not. Is making. I will not touch the goddamn jersey until it's given to me because it's a signed. Emmett signed. Uh, uh, Emmett or Aikman. Dak is in the box. Wait. Oh, so this is not the only one. No, there's a hundred. That's the thing. If you want to go look at the the available players, there's about a hundred of them. Oh, a Trey Lance college jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some nice ones in there. Now, if you get the Niners, you get Lance. Yes. College jersey. Okay. Bailey, uh, just send us a message. He'll take Seattle and Miami if they're not available. Seattle's gone, but you could have Miami. Miami. All right. We'll talk after Bailey. Um, So, fantasy football. Ha, Casey. First of all, Casey, shout out to you, buddy. You know why Danny DeJesus won't come here on Thursday? Because the division winners get to come here on Thursday, and that's the Cowboys. Suck it, DeJesus. Anyway, how about another team? Uh, I know some folks that have been looking forward to this day for a long time. It is the Green Bay Packers 2022. Never mind. We'll do that in a second. Because Fantasy Friday. We'll get into the Packers in just a second. Because there are some really good tidbits from Gooch on a Fantasy Friday. Now, last week, we did a Fantasy Draft live, uh, and I was the pick 12. Now I'm pick 5, so now I'm actually paying more attention to what's going on today. Okay, so... I was going to originally bring out all of the fantasy magazines that I acquired over the offseason so far, but I decided I'm going to go against that plan, and I'm only going to bring out the one. This one is the one that I decided to go with on draft day most times. Now, I understand. I'm not plugging. I'm not even saying it. They're they're in their 33rd year, so they're, like, younger than me, which is kind of cool. Rare that I... Anyway. Found anything younger than me? 33 years in the the business means that they've been around a really long time, and... I just want to say this. I'm going to preface this. Fantasy magazines, you would think that they're almost obsolete. I love a fantasy magazine on draft day because while you're you're siphoning through the picks and it's you know the time is running out, it's good to not have to leave the screen to go do some research because I don't know about you guys, but when I'm when I'm doing a draft, I sometimes deal with a little bit of draft day anxiety. It means a lot to me. There's and a lot. When the the time is running down, it's nice to be able to have a reference point. I want to point out the fact that. When you use a fantasy magazine, just like you're using the draft room or just like you're using anybody else's rankings that you did not make, use it with a grain of salt. There's a lot of things that take place, injuries. There's um, 
position battles that haven't taken place yet when they at the time of publication. So you have to do your own research. But it is nice to go to a, a, a ready-made list of sleepers when you're in round 13 and you don't know who to pick. Question, is there an absolute difference, an absolute eyewear difference between getting a magazine or printing something out on draft day? Yes and no. I think that— You'll get and, the most up-to-date shit. And we'll, we'll get into this because if you saw the, the thumbnail, basically I'm going to go over some commandments. I didn't make them because that would be just regurgitating information. What mm. I'm going to do is I'm going to take their commandments, and I'm going to say why I agree or disagree with them and kind of break them all down. But um, what was your question? Because I had something that, that was good to go off of it. You just asked me. Is it more prevalent to do a printout rather than a magazine? All right. So printout is good because it's just a second reference point. And with the printout, ideally, if you're not taking someone else's printout, you go on a Word doc, make your own printout so you have. Yeah, I got to do that. You I got to tear out my guys rankings today. Tiered out, which is, a, which is what I'll get to in, in uh, commandment number one. But, um, yeah, definitely the magazine is the way to go because it has just more information and it's streamlined. You could look through the magazine pre-draft and kind of decide, like, all right, I'm going to go here, sleepers here. When I need tight ends, sleepers, tight ends. You could just kind of pick out though. some points that you want to go to, and it saves a lot of time. And, you know, it's, it's hard to remember all this shit in real time when the, when the clock is ticking. So I turned the page. Oh, look at that, bro. I turned the page. Did you just turn the page to the commandments? I turned the pages as I talk. And um, I just found it. Wow. One page back. Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. Superb. Okay. So, commandment number one, thou shalt have a plan. Obviously, you need to have a plan, but it's not just a plan. Have an in-depth plan. As Dave was saying, he needs to do his tiers. He needs to make his rankings list. You know, find himself a magazine. Understand the ins and outs of the league. Is it a PPR league? Is it a non-PPR league? No. You know, do you have a super flex? <laughs> uh, what's the scoring for quarterbacks? Half-point PPR? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. There's a lot of things that you could factor in. Um, dynasty leagues, age matters, things like that. So definitely have a plan. That's not just do. Don't just do one plan. If you're in three different leagues, kind of do three different leagues. Identify specific players that you'd want to get with draft picks. If you could write down your ideal draft realistically, do so. You should probably write down close, a couple names. See how close you could get. Of course, you have a couple in that names. range. You um, know. If you're a Patreon member, right before draft weekend. Heats up like two weeks before the, the opener is like when I'm going to have this out. I'm going to give some lists out and they're going to be modifiable. You're going to be able to kind of make a couple selections as to what you think of the player. And you'll see what I have worked out. And it's cool. kind of cool. Um, I'm going to meet. Maybe I'll leave them blank so you guys could fill them in yourself. We'll, we'll we have. Some, oh, that thing you showed me that you made yeah, for baseball. I yeah, I want to see work that. Out. Yeah, I've put in a lot of time into this over the years. So I, I'm very proud of that system that I've put together. <laughs> um, all right. So have a plan. It seems like it's obvious, but not everyone does. People are busy. Take 20 minutes even. Take an hour out before your draft and definitely figure things out. Um, being that you have a plan, things don't always go according to plan in fantasy. So be prepared to veer off a little bit, and this goes to the point we were saying, not only having a plan, but having plan B and plan C. If things don't work out and there's a run on receivers early round one, you know, you might have expected to get a Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase at the pick nine thinking running backs are go. Well, guess what? Now you're going to have to readjust. You might not get your, your elite wide out, and, like you, and you move past it, but definitely have a backup plan and don't be afraid to veer off your plan a little bit. Because the best talent available is important in the in the top six, seven rounds. Um, start a run, don't finish them. And this means, like, I kind of disagree with this to a degree, in a sense. Um, because I'm, a I'm big on tier drafting. So 
I think if you're if you're not going to pick for a long time, it's a good time to start the run because then you get your pick at that tier. Mm. You, you're like, all right, these these guys are all here. I'm good with six of them. Rather than finishing the run and getting the last licks and having all the other guys pick the guy, and you're like, all right, I'll take the scraps. You start the runoff, but I feel like this is good on like a two three turn or like a six seven turn when you know you're not going to pick for 25 picks. Start the run. Never start the run if you're about to pick again, and you could look at where everybody's picking. So. It's it's like I don't necessarily agree with that entirely. Um, next next thing, don't freak out. Actually, freak the fuck out. Ah! If somebody takes your guy, <laughs> it's okay it. to freak out. But what you then do is you fall back on your plan A and plan B because you were prepared. So you don't freak out. In hindsight, you you know you react a little bit, but take a deep breath and it's all going to be okay. There's plenty of rounds left. Um, and another one that I'm not really sure I agree with: Thou shalt maintain balance. Now. I've had success with balanced teams. I've had success with just going running back heavy. I've had success going receiver heavy and punting on running back, but you need to get lucky in those drafts. Wait, balance, you've gotten success on punting on running back? Yeah, where you know, I, I just landed elite receivers and then I got Nick Chubb when when um someone got traded. So you you could land RB ones throughout the course of the season with a someone and Aaron Jones ended up getting getting a lot of burn mid season that mm. year. So I made it work at running back. So, you know, um, you want to maintain balance because it's it's a lot easier in the early going to just have a guy at every position and knowing. Um, but I do feel like it's a lot of fun to just have to go after a specific position throughout the year with a excess of one position. So if you go heavy on running back, there's going to be someone desperate that went heavy on receiver that needs a running back. You could make it work for yourself or you just stay on the waiver wire and, and balance. I, I think you balance your team out in rounds eight on – you go for the best of talent available early. Um, this is one that I know that, Dave, you might not agree with based on your mock last week, but um, thou shalt not draft a quarterback early, period, point blank, the end. When did we draft a quarterback, Rob? Third. What? Fourth. I think you got Herbert. On that on that or, flipper? On yeah. the 3-4? Yeah. Yeah? Rob, you remember really? that? It might have been like... I thought it was later than that. So, yeah, I well, later I'm going to read this. I'm plagiarizing here because I think it has some good food in this. Rostering an elite quarterback may be tempting, but it's a waste of valuable draft capital. I cannot. I could do an entire article on this subject and have, but long story short, the quarterback position is easily the deepest in fantasy. The edge you'll gain under center... I agree. ...relative to the lower weekly end starters at the position isn't worth the hole you'll be digging at running back and wide receiver. The sweet spot at quarterback lies with the mid-range starters like Tampa's Tom Brady... Right, who carries an early ADP in the eighth round? So it's like you're getting Brady in the eighth. I feel like if you look at your roster at the end of the day and you're like, receivers are good, running backs are good, and I got Brady. You're like at the mo- at one of the mocks I did from the twelve, or I don't remember. I might have no from the five. I got Rodgers in like the thirteenth round. And you know what else it does? Which is too? nuts. And I and I firmly believe this: when you go a little late on quarterback. It puts onus on the backup quarterback, and you're able to hit on the Derek Carrs and Yo, or the just Trey thinking Lances, about Derek Carr <laughs> or the Jalen Hurts of last year. So if you if you pick Dak, right, you were like, okay, I feel good about Dak, but you know there could be a little bit of trepidation, or, or it could be if you landed maybe let's just say anyone that's around the number ten quarterback last year, right, and it didn't work out, you probably you hedged your bet a little bit on that, and you went after a Jalen Hurts earlier or a any other quarterback, Lamar, that, uh, Derek yeah. Carr, okay. Kirk Cousins, one of the guys that are like fringe ones, mm-hmm. and you ended up having a nice little situation where you could stream a quarterback that are on your roster based on the matchups instead of having to pick up guys and play that game. So, look, 
like I said, tempting. Maybe you could adjust that a little bit for Dynasty League purposes. You might want to land your, your blue chip guy and have him for 10 years, but still. Then you also miss out on the new ch blue chip guy because you have one. So I, I think truth. I think that quarterbacks later is a little I bit think better. think you just swayed me. That doesn't usually happen, but like at the five, and I know how many mock drafts I did, there was a couple times where I'm like, Justin I Herbert's right you there. This. I promise and you this. I grab if, you look at, if you look, every single draft I've ever taken a quarterback early, I look at the draft afterwards, and I'm like, damn, Josh Allen went in the 13th round. I, I reached on Kyler in the fifth. Nine rounds. Yeah. Nine nah, rounds. A big, that's a big deal. Nine Take rounds. Take notes, like, folks. Like that, how that's much better is Kyler Murray going to be than Trey Lance this year? Even I though don't know. Kyler is. So that's the question I was going to ask you. I was like, how much done. better is he going to be? So, look, start He's one. going to be better. Start probably. one, bench one, cut one. Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, Trey Lance. Fantasy, Fantasy football. Fantasy football. Say football. one more time with those guys Trey Lance, uh -huh. Kyler Murray, uh -huh. Jalen Hurts. You have, start one, cut one, bench one. I got. Trey Lance got to get got to get cut because really yeah I'm because cut, I'm so cutting far? Murray because he hasn't done it yet I'm cutting Kyler uh, Murray Kyler so far, Murray Kyler I'm Murray. starting Hurts and I'm and I'm so benching I, fucking I think I would start. Lance I don't want to be in that league <laughs> what, what are you gonna do because <laughs> oh, I'll take Kyler Murray when you pick <laughs> the other two Ken Palmer said quit <laughs> if that's who you have quit um, that's really funny all right so um all right don't draft like the that. quarterback early because to to finish off my point if you do. You're going to look back at the draft summary, which I do, and it burns me for sometimes years. Like, I wow. look back, and it still Jeez. sucks that I took this, like, I missed out on this. And, you know, long story short, don't draft a quarterback early. You will regret it. Um, thou shalt getteth your dudes. I'm not, I'm not really reading how they write it because it's corny, and sometimes I fuck up, so I didn't say getteth. While doing your prep, you have to have some identified players, as I talked about earlier with commandment number one. Um you want to. You might want to reach a little bit. Here. If you you don't want to be in love with the ADPs early on, first five, six, seven rounds. You know the ADPs are are, are fairly true, but once you're past a certain point, if you aren't going to get a turn for twenty picks, take your guy because you probably won't get him. You're not the only person that is up on a sleeper. You're not the only person that did prep. Mm -hmm. You're not the only person that looked at depth charts. You're not the only person that's been watching football for a long time. So. Go get your guy because there's a chances are that there's some well, people that watch this show and know who I'm going after. All right, so check you it know? out. Casey Hammond coming in. The draft process brings out a copycat trend sometimes. One guy takes a quarterback in round five, and everyone starts to take one. Uh, resist that temptation when someone else grabs a quarterback. Like, don't don't be a part of the run is yes. what he's saying. Especially, it, well, be a part of the run if you're desperate. If it's like, all right, it's eighth round, and everyone punted on quarterback in this draft, and we all went chalk. Now it's like they all need one. But if you look around and you're like, all right, Four teams have a quarterback. Five just went. I'm picking seven. Eight and nine pick behind me, right? It's on the way back down towards one. They all have one. I'm not taking a quarterback now because the only two guys that need one pick after me again on the get back. So then I'll wait 10 picks. I don't, care. I don't give a fuck. There's seven guys left. I'll is take there, one of them. Is there any world you live in where somebody knows of that situation, right? Let's just say. You have that situation where you're like, well, those two guys don't have a quarterback, so I'll just wait to come back around. Then I'll grab my guy. What about the teams in front of you that draft a second quarterback for trade value alone? Well, those people are probably going to be holding on to that second quarterback on their bench with a valuable bench player and an inability to trade. because It's a the, possibility. I've seen same, it happen. It, it happens, but I can promise you this. The hardest position to trade in season is a quarterback. You might have some dumb owners that make a trade for a quarterback. Look, 
for the same reason why I say punt on quarterback in the draft is because you can't really trade him. You're not going to get the value. If you take a quarterback in the eighth round, I hope you're willing to take worse val- uh, or similar value. It's very rare that you're going to be able to trade up. I was able to do it once upon a time and where the, I had— and it, and it probably sucked for the rest of the When week. Lamar was like my third overall and pick, Rogers. and I had Rodgers, and I was able to trade Lamar Jackson and down, you, the load, and, and, down the line. And, and I'm not saying that on surface value it was a bad trade, but me knowing what I know, and like I know that's a bad trade for whoever did it. To Not acquire you. a quarterback to if their quarterback, quarterback went down. Dead, but Lamar sucked that year, too. Yeah, he did. But I'm just, you know, it, but in hindsight, when you're looking at it, you're like, who has two quarterbacks? Because you're looking at the, the waiver wire and it's like, oh, God. It's Look, like unless there's an excess, you, typically, if you're trading a player that you drafted in the top six, seven rounds, you're creating a hole. So it's like you're you're filling your quarterback void, but you could you could stream Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins throughout the season and definitely land a quarterback for nothing right you could you could drop your backup defense off their bye week you get what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. you know trading trading for a quarterback is a big no-no for me question from the masses angel frank thanks for watching bro appreciate you uh thoughts on aj dillon as a flex or an rb2 i love aj dillon as a flex i think he has standalone packer day after all i think he has standalone value um if we're talking dynasty leagues i think he jumps past guys like david montgomery elijah mitchell and things like that but um, standalone value for sure. He's going to get a little work out of the backfield catching the ball. He had a decent goal line usage. He's not the clear-cut guy, but I'll say this. He's going to have clear-cut guy weeks when Aaron Jones goes down, which is inevitable because he's a running back. So there, there might be two or three weeks this year where A.J. Dillon is the clear-cut one and you get RB1 value those weeks. The rest of the weeks, he's a fringe two-slash-flex player. I would no say doubt on the early, I, I think it all depends on the timing, but like, on the early going weeks one through six, he's a flex, you know. But again, Jones is typically shown to get banged up a little bit. He runs hard, you and know what I mean. As, as so then he becomes your one. As it gets a little colder, you know, and you're looking at playing the Packers, and if I'm a defensive player and I'm like, all right, I hope Aaron Jones plays every play because I do not want to tackle him when it's right. below zero. But yeah, uh, I do like AJ Dillon, and not just because I'm a Packer fan. I think universally he's got some some. Um, some buzz going around him into mm. entering this fantasy season. All right, I'm going to say this because it's fucking, it's like the most obvious thing on earth. I do think you could go, I disagree with the defense one. Don't worry about your kicker. Stop it. The, Rob, I heard you say it the other day. Don't embarrass yourself in my know, league. Draft your kicker Justin early. I don't, I don't know, I man. Like, think about this. Yeah, think and about he was, this. And he was not the f- best kicker last year. Well, whatever well, the case well, may actually, be. Actually, whoever. Who, 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 too, so that was whoever too, the so. best kicker is, right? Two Let's weeks. just think about this. Just pretend you got your nine starters, right, that you drafted, or even like eight of the nine. I don't I, – I, you have to speed it up. Hear me out. version because the kickers don't – they don't get much time. Like, we're not allowed to talk couple about it. A couple questions. All I'm in. saying is, does Kirk Cousins go undrafted? Yes. Secondly – And Bailey, no. Not even close. What? Hard no. Kamara – no, absolutely not. Hard um, no. Not, not this year, at least. But anyway, I, I, I'm asking you this because, look, kickers will average, average – Six, maybe more a game. Sometimes running backs on the low end are going to average. They'll get 40 yards on the ground. This kicker is more valuable. Kickers have value. That's just me. I'm not saying go draft them in the 10th round. I'm saying maybe take the best kicker in the 14th rather than wait to the 15th. One round difference. That's my rule. I'm saying take Amon Ross St. Brown in the 14th. (laughs) Last year's version of him and hope for the best. And take your kicker in the 16th because guess what? Guess what? I took... You ready for this? Uh-huh. I took Justin. I, I didn't take a kicker until the 16th of last year. Guess who I finished the season with on my on my team? Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. Didn't pick him. 
Somebody did waste an 11th round pick on him. I owned him at the end of the season because, like, people drop kickers when it's bye weeks. You'll inherit a kicker. Uh. And, and look at this. Ready? Look at what Justin Tucker was compared to the 10th best kicker last year. And then do the math on what the average is per week. And then tell me that it's worth reaching on a kicker. It's, it's the same thing as quarterback, only they don't matter. Like, I think <laughs> in, a week -to -week really basis, in a week-to-week -week basis, you could stream a kicker that has, like, a higher projection than uh, the, the number one kicker. It just, it's just – it's a crapshoot, big-time crapshoot. You could have a kicker that Justin Tucker – what if they score five touchdowns a game? He's getting five points. My favorite thing about all this is when I think you're about to write a note. It's just a squiggly line. I write line. one in ten. I'm already <laughs> – that was my saying. One through ten of kickers, ten, minus ten, <laughs> and then a T. You're killing trees for, over for here, Tucker. man. Um, anyway, I'll so, be mad at myself tomorrow or Monday when I go to do my rundown on. The, and you're and you're down one one sheet, of sheet of paper, right? All right. All so, right. so the anyway. last thing is have fun. Oh God! All right, don't don't have fun. Take it yeah. dead ass serious. If dead it's ass fun, serious. You're doing it wrong. Right. Don't have fun. Let's go. Take it serious. Win that money. No beers. No beers. Only, only weed. No beers. 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 I mean, to be honest with you, in my home league, everybody brings beer. Everybody drinks except me. And I also want to. I don't drink during I the draft. I also want to say one more thing. I'll drink too. after to celebrate. I also want to say one more thing, and this is my <laughs> commandment. Over. This is my rule, my commandment. I might ruffle some feathers in this group because I'm sure some of you guys are on board with this corny ass shit. I'm not. If you ever present me the option of buying a belt, the answer is no. <laughs> right? It's a hard no for me. I do not want a belt. I have enough bullshit laying around my house and laying around the office. I do not want a belt, nor do I want to pay. $12 towards the chance that somebody else having to have a shitty belt in their dresser. It's not a shitty belt. Some of those belts are cool. Here's a better idea. <laughs> Buy a fucking flat screen TV for $120, a 40-incher, and give me that. Like, every year, if you want to throw in something for, like, a like a door prize or something, do that. But, like, or just add it to the prize money. It's like, here, guys, the league is 112 this year. Why 112? Because you know how everyone does that belt shit? That's corny. So we're just going to give the winner an extra hundred bucks, and he could buy what no, he wants. But cool. I guarantee you, if you, if you dynasty, I guarantee you, cool. if Chris was in the league with a belt, he would rock that shit, put the shit on the desk. You know what I'm saying? Like you would definitely enjoy that belt if you had a belt. Absolutely not. Zero percent <laughs> chance. Ryan Berg, if you're watching, um, I'm not paying twelve dollars for a belt. <laughs> So you, you literally called that people piece out. out. There was a question before by Brian Casey uh, in the draft strategy open forum: Kamara or Barkley? Who's the better option this year? That's Kamara to me. That's I mean that's to me that's an easy one because Wait, Barkley is just like I don't know. I just, yeah, Kamara I the the only the only not saying Kamara probably won't get suspended this year, but he still might. So there's that. We'll you're see. gonna have that that dark cloud hanging over the Kamara thing. You might be able to get real value there, but you're gonna have to play. Uh, play freeze tag with with the NFL and their their rules committee and what they're going to actually do. I don't even know if I said that right. But you get the point. Avoid Kamara to me unless he's like 7th round, which he won't sound, be. Sound engineer Nick just came in and said it's Barkley. Oh, shut up. <laughs> You're wrong. Ba Bailey, the first one you make, uh send it out here for us so we can what? give it to Gooch. He said my league is a bunch of apprentices in his trade. Over the year I'm going to make a fantasy trophy in class. Should be sick. Oh, well, that's then different. That's, then are, Bailey, are you, char are you charging here. people $12 <laughs> on top of the entry fee to fucking make it? No, if and you not, know what? I bought not, solid. Ready for this? Solid. this? This was what I did in my league. By the way, it hasn't been updated since like 2017, maybe. So it's been like five years, six years. We had little, little plaques on each side of the trophy. I didn't ask for a dollar. I bought the trophy. It's about this big. 
It's like the fantasy, Ford's fantasy football trophy. I put it at my dime. The only thing is I put on the first plaque, like Ford's fantasy football league, Commissioner Dave Sturgill. <laughs> I had to put my name on it because I thought that was like, I'm like, if I don't ever win this, at least my name is on it somewhere. But that like, I never charge That anybody. is the most fucking Dave thing I've ever heard in my entire life in the world. Holy 100%. shit. 100%. First of all, Rob's known me for a cup of coffee. What the fuck does that mean? It's the most Dave thing. Um, God damn that it. That is hilarious, but though. I, also, but no, um, I, something I would do I wonder too. who has Thank it. You. I wonder who has it right now. My brother, because he won the championship Where last year. Where is it, Danny? Definitely at my dad's house. Yeah. <laughs> Shows how much he fucking if it, cares. If it, if it doesn't leave the family, meaning like if my brother, me, or my father win, um, then it would stay at home. I know last year, I uh, whatchamacallit, my uh, sister-in-law's brother up. won. If he I took wanna, it, I, if I won, and I'd be we like, didn't even get it back on draft, they forgot it. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you can hang on to it. it shows it, it, All you're doing is proving my point. It's a cool thing. It's like a little Heisman guy. It's a cool-looking trophy. See, Bailey said he could. it's not going to cost anything. The school pays for all the materials. There you go. A Stanley Cup, annual engravings. That's what I have. No, that'd be pretty cool to be I honest. have that. Like, but it's only been engraved. But it's, it's been engraved yeah. with Come my in. name and my name only. No, it's been engraved for, do you know that this year is my 17th year running my league and my dad's won it five, th- five times? Have you ever won it? Yeah. When you win it, does it stay at your dad's house or you bring it home? No, I mean, I was living at home when I won it. Oh, uh, <laughs> so I won it in 2013. Wasn't out of the house yet, so it stayed So there. when somebody else wins it, do you give it to them, or has it just been at your dad's house since the inception Do the of Stanley Cup winners get to take the Stanley Cup home? Once a day. I didn't ask about yes, the Stanley Cup. I knew that answer. <laughs> Once a I'm day asking day about this <laughs> trophy that hasn't left your dad's house since draft day last year. <laughs> and it says, Dave says, don't touch the thermostat. My dad definitely owns a shirt that says Thermostat Police. (laughs) It says Davistat. (laughs) That's really good. Are we done with fantasy? Because we gotta have we got team coverage and we're 55 in. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, because I know this one's gonna be the shortest coverage of all time because they're just gonna win every game. Um, anyway, the Dave Sturgeo honorary commemorative trophy of excellence. (laughs) I feel really good about the chances. Scoop, you should rewind if you really did miss that. No, he didn't miss. Scoop, he's lying. Ready for this? Ready for this? Scoop is like sending me the cards. Scoop hit another look. Scoop won a contest on the the break last week, or Casey won a contest. His wife and won a free pack of cards. I gave Scoop the pack of cards, but open I gave him, him the helmet. He Ready for this bush league shit? Open him right there. He didn't he open him right there. Like he a, took like him a, home like a scumbag, like a weirdo. Right? And then like I'm sure Casey's going to see this. Open him on the show. Like I'm sure Casey's going to see the party. Like, oh that, my god, a Trayvon that, Walker! Not only that, he hit a Trayvon Walker two of two of two in it, or two of two, yeah. And then he hit another uh, Derek Stingley Jr., three of, uh, four of four. Did so he hit two it? numbered cards. He didn't record it. What He's a, a fucking... Fuck Scoop, you're banned so, for so, a week. <laughs> so Scoop then, I'm like, yo, you're posting this, like, cool. Are you bragging about the shit that I just fucking basically gave you? Give him some Without, rub. And I don't care. I want people <gasps> to brag. He didn't tag nothing? No, no, no. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't post it anywhere. He sent it in is, the group chat. Which is egregious. Cool. He hey, look what I got. Group oh chat. Oh, cool. week, but you know what he didn't do? He didn't buy the Jaguars. Like and he's like, oh, I was thinking about the Jaguars aren't going to hit again. First of all, that's not how it how, fucking works at all. What kind of right? That's like going to roulette. Like, well, zero and just I hit, said, so it's probably not going to hit again. I bet you didn't think that the pack that you didn't open in front of me was going to have a fucking Jaguars first round pick, <laughs> which would have been Walker, a fantastic video for our either. socials. And he's like, true. I did laugh when I got it, and I said, but you still didn't buy the Jaguars <laughs> jersey bit. What's going on, buddy? He's like, I might not buy them. I'm like, no, no. 
you are. You are buying. <laughs> Here's the gun. And it's if you want another head, team, you then buy you buy two teams. That's the rule, Scoop. But oh, listen, man. now you know. And no, I'm ever, fucking with you, Scoop. You don't have to buy anything. Every yes, one of those break, breaks I've ever watched, <laughs> if somebody buys a pack or wins a pack, they open it. Right they have there. to break it yeah, here. That's they, part they, of the they, break box no, thing. Even them. Like Chris would open it if somebody but bought it. But certain things, like if I'm giving away one pack, and give away, and they're in the room, I'll be like, you want to rip it or you want to you want to open it yourself? I have no problem with that. All right. What a hit. Yeah, great couple hits. Anyway. So fuck you, Scoop. To the Green Bay Packers, ladies and gentlemen. Those guys, they won a whole bunch of games last year, but when it came push to shove, they just choked in the big one. Oh, those Green Bay Packers, they just can't win the big game. And this coming from a guy wearing a star on his hat right now. So anyway. Some key losses for the Green Bay Packers. As everybody knows, we already talked about it yesterday because of the, the preview for the Vikings. So Darius Smith went out of town um, and pretty much stays in the NFC North. The biggest one of all, obviously, Devontae Adams. Goodbye. Um, Billy Turner, your right tackle. See you later. Well, um, what? Uh, right tackle. He started at right tackle. Yes, he did. Really? Anyway, um, some good gains here. The big gain here is getting Rodgers back under contract. That's the biggest one, obviously. Um, they did sign fat-ass Sammy Watkins to play receiver. Um, and they're, But I will not knock their draft. Their draft was really, really good. We were sitting at McDonald's watching it all happen. They decided to go recruit the entire defense from Georgia. And they got themselves Quay Walker at linebacker, Devontae Wyatt at defensive tackle. Then they dip in, their hands into the white Wide Receivers Association of America and grab Christian Watson. Well, half. Whatever. <laughs> Jesus, what, you know what I'm saying? Am I thinking of the wrong guy? I believe so. I was thinking of the guy from the Colts. Yes. Nah. All right. Well, so Christian uh, and, Watson. Uh, and a little, a little buyer's rem- uh, FOMO on him. I, w- I would love Alec Pierce. On he would have been Jordy Nelson 2.0, 110%. Couldn't believe But anyway, the Packers are loaded. Everybody knows this. They're going to really have an easy time in, in a lot of their games because they're just that good. And Rodgers is just that good. Um, their depth chart, easily known Aaron Rodgers' QB1, but Jordan Love breathing down his neck with all those picks that he threw last week. Uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones starting running back. Obviously, we talked about A.J. Dillon in our fantasy segment here. The only thing, and look, I'm not a Packers fan, and I'm not also a guy that roots against the Packers because I feel like a good work environment here at Chop Studios is a good thing. So when the Packers are doing well and he's strutting around like McGregor because they're doing well, it's an overall fun experience around the office. So I, I do pull for the Packers to do well. However, I will say this about their wide receiving room. I, I say yikes. Because Alan Lazard is good. We've all seen what he can do. Is he wide receiver one good? Because that's what he's going to be asked to do right away. No. Right. So then Sammy Watkins, you bring in the experience. He can catch balls. Um, I don't think he's talented anymore. I, again, he's he's good, but he's not elite. So, so far, two receivers don't equal Devontae production, no. I don't think. Then Randall Cobb, back, yes. Yeah, he's yeah, there for yeah. a couple but, years. So but, I love Randall but, Cobb. He's good. I, I hope you're not trying to, like, add up. Who's going to equal nobody? Nobody. Nobody. Is. I'm not, but yeah, I am they, saying they don't that, have that. That Rodgers no. is going to have himself a, a tough time, and I'm not taking away Rodgers' skill. I still think Rodgers throws the best ball in the game of football. He is the best thrower of the football out there. He laces him in, drops him in the bucket. That's great, but you, you got to get guys open. He can't do that for him. You got to make sure you catch all the balls. He can't do that for him. So does that worry you as a Packer guy and as somebody that? Lost their best player. Does that worry you in the offensive production? Or are you saying, like, that's okay. We got Aaron Jones. Let's run the ball. It does, like, what wor- are we doing it does worry me because, 
you know, Fantasy as you, Scantling gone there's going to be way. there's going to be things that take place throughout the course of the season where there's a drop in a big spot. There's this. Look, that happened last year with the receivers that we had. Marquez Valdez Scantling dropped a lot of passes. I did like him, but he made some big mistakes and some that cost us our season. You could say in the in the playoffs, but we're not going to talk too deep about that. Yeah, there's there's obvious um, a hole at wideout. The the wide receiver one is lacking. The way the Packers are going to line things up this year, though, I I think I've talked about it in, at length throughout the offseason. They remind me a lot of the the roster reminds me a little bit of the Seahawks when they were good. Even the Patriots when they were good, they're going to be play real good defense. They're going to be very committed to the run of the football. And Can you, you do that with a guy like Aaron Rodgers under center? I think yeah, because yeah. of our, because of who Aaron Rodgers is. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Especially if you're winning football games, I think if if you're losing and you're you're only dropping back 25 times a game, 30 times a game, then you're going to have a problem mm. under on your hands with Rodgers saying, look, I need to be doing more. But if you're winning football games and A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones are rolling along and then you have nice splash plays by your by your receivers because, the, A, they're not getting doubled, they have to respect the run. There's a lot of ways that you could do this. I'm very confident in Matt LaFleur's ability to kind of finesse the offense to what we got. And and I hate bringing this up because I know it's it's very different – to work this way throughout the course of a season than it is to like do patchwork things over a two-week or three-week stretch where you might be out of a star player. The Packers are 7-0 and without Devontae Adams in the Matt LaFleur era. That You can't take that away. It is a small sample size, but they have That's played. a large sample size when you think about a season worth or yeah, 17 you know, games. But let's like just say I said, you break it up in a one game here, two right, games so here. It wasn't, they didn't know, lose them for a stretch. Then you look at some of the games that they played in those, in those seven you know, maybe not so great because, opponents. Because I'll tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers knows how to become Michael Jordan when he loses Scottie Pippen. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, he lost his best guy so I, I and still turned into a great this. guy. But in his spots. fantasy points, his fantasy points were four points higher in games without Devontae. Well, because now he's throwing it all over the place. So, and he I doesn't have a triple cover guy. It could help. But, yeah, there's obvious um, reservations on my part to think that the receivers are going to be able to play as well as they have in the past. As a Packer fan, we've typically had really good receiving units. Sure. All the buzz about the Packers didn't ever help Rodgers with a first-round pick. You show me a draft along the way where it would have been a smart thing to do and pick a receiver one when you have Jordy and Jennings. They weren't picked in the first round, but you're not. You're not. There's no need there. So you're not going to draft a receiver in round one when you have good ones. They could have done a little more this year in the draft. Um, right out. Uh, Ken Palmer coming in with a logical question. <laughs> in those 7-0 and games, who are they playing? That's what I just said. They they had some easy games, but they did go on the road last year and beat an undefeated Arizona Cardinal team, and they set that spiral off. So they did have – And you said – That's the, the, the most recent game. You put the stigma now on the Cardinals, and the Cardinals just fall apart every year <laughs> around the same time. So that's that's a thing. You did mention their defense, right? And I, I'd be remiss to not shout out like guys like Preston Smith – Devonte uh, Campbell, one of the better up and coming guys. Uh, Quay Walker, who they just K Quay Quay Quay. That's what I figured. Quay Walker is the guy they drafted. Rashawn Gary, their cornerbacks, bro. Jair's healthy, so it's like they didn't have Jair all last year. Their corners you know played I mean? like played next out of this world last year with no Jair. He's Stokes a, one of the top year three guy? corners. Took Stokes last year, right? Yeah, and then Amos and Savage on the back end. Look, the Packers are going to be good. Like, uh, there's no, they're not going to. It's not a. It's not. Yeah, him too. It's not a all bets off. You know, the, the just the wheels are falling off because they lost one player. I think they compensated to make sure that teams aren't scoring enough to even worry about how much offense you got to score every week, right? So when you look at their schedule, and I said this yesterday, 
It's a tough one. It is a very well. I said this. It's just, always tough though. When you're a first place schedule, except if you're the Cowboys, you play a very tough NFC uh, first place schedule. Um, so their first game against at Minnesota. I said to you yesterday, if Minnesota wants any kind of part or any kind of smoke or any kind of burn this year for the NFC North, Minnesota has to have that game. I know it's one game. It's first game. Nobody cares, right? No. Minnesota, if you don't want to play catch-up for the year, you got to have it. So that's why I might lean towards a similar game. Not similar because the Saints actually beat the brakes off the uh, the Packers last year. I don't foresee that happening. I just foresee maybe people, the, the up in arms. Rodgers goes 17 for 30 uh, for a touchdown and a pick and just doesn't put up numbers and they lose. They're going to be like, oh, I told you. I, I've been trying to tell you this all year long. And then they come back the following week Minnesota's and beat the shit out of the Bears. against the run week one. That's, my, that's our path there, I think. All right. So the, the Bears come week two. That's when they get, it's the get right right away. Sorry, uh-huh. Silva. We're 2-0. Two um, two you think 2-0. At Tampa Bay. Tough one. Tough one. Because one, two, two it's Tom one. Brady. I'll, I'll, yeah, it's one, it's Tom Brady. All, two, I'm you guys gonna, can't play in Florida. Can't play in Florida. Sure. <laughs> There's a lot stacked against Tom Brady playing at home. Um, he might be back by week three, hopefully, for the Tampa Bay fans. I don't know what's going on with Tom Brady. Nobody does. Okay. So they get back home after Tampa, and they play the Patriots. Give me a win. Uh, then they got the Giants in bloody old London. And doesn't matter. They beat the Giants. They come back home after London trip. They beat the Jets. So um, five and one. I got them. A potential four, four two losses. Two. Potential two losses. I'll take here. it. I'll take four and two. Okay. Uh, at Washington, their shit. Give me, give me the Packers there. Skate play as well though. At Buffalo, yikes to me. Yikes. But that's a game where I feel like the Packers are going to get overlooked by almost everybody looking at it, and that's not a that's not an easy game. But that's a winnable game. The Packers aren't. You go into any week with Aaron Rodgers, you could oh. speed it up a little bit. It's going in and out. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. all right. Uh, listen, hey, I also want to point out, guys, that if you are uh, digging this uh, critique of everything and we ever cut out online, this is always yes. available on podcast form in its entirety. There's no skip outs. There's none of that shit. Uh, go check out the podcast network and download that. Go ahead, Gooch. Sorry. Uh, I don't even know I? if that was even where registered. Was I? Where, to be was I? With where was I? Uh, After... uh, Buffalo. Yes. Buffalo. Yeah. So that's a not an easy game. I'm not going to chalk it up to a loss yet, but if I'm being arbitrary and we're trying to be realistic about trying to find five losses on the Packers schedule, four or five, Buffalo is one of them. Okay. Right? Got to ask you, Gooch, what does a Packer fan think of OBJ being bought in? If the money is right, yes, I mean. Yes, bring him in. 100%. I'm off that I'm whole, a Cowboy like, fan. I would love Packer that too. Material. Is he going to catch touchdowns? Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. He's not, um, he's not so the, doing the, crazy the shit. The Buffalo game. Annoying us. <clears throat> the Buffalo game is tough. Uh, at Detroit. I put a question mark because I feel like those those are the games that are just a little bit trickier um, to call. If Detroit's rolling, which Look, I think they a, might be better a, than a, they've been. A division been. game on the road, never easy, except if it's Detroit. The Packers are like 21-2 and two against Detroit. <laughs> then an absolute loss in Week 10 at home against Dallas. Um, and then after that... <laughs> what do we have? Trying to get away with that one, but... 8-2? and two? I don't know. I'll tell you the floor in a second because then they got the Titans... 13-4 and four this year. At Philly... Same at thing. Chicago, a buy, a very late buy. Week fourteen wow. is their bye week. I don't hate that. Um, yeah, because if they have to get ready for the playoff run, Look, the that, weeks, that might be the, the I ideal situation. Talk about this with bye weeks, it's all crap. Like you could have a week six buy, and it could be the best time. It could be a week four buy, best time for your team. If you're if you have a guy that's down, your quarterback goes out, he's out week to week. You know, get your quarterback healthy. You don't have to punt a week. Mm. Uh, after the bye, it doesn't get easy. They play the Rams. But the game's in Green Bay, so that kind of helps them out a little bit. It's week 16, ready for a loss at Miami. 
It's just Florida, yeah, I, I, December. No, I don't like ugh, it. Yucky. It's a tough defense. Yeah, Vikings yeah. at home, and then they finish against the Lions, which they should win both of those games back-to-back at home. So I think doing this, right, just be like, yo, what do the Packers got? Nine, no matter what. Nine. Just give me nine, right? That's the floor. The tricky games to me, at Tampa, at Detroit, at Philly, at Miami, and home against Dallas. It ain't going to be a fucking runaway. I mean, like, if you want to win that game, you're no, going to have course. to beat them up. Of course. Um, there's like five or six games on this schedule that can go very – it's either close and the Packers pull it off because Rodgers is Rodgers, or they lose. So I think the floor is nine. The prediction for me is 11, but they can also win 14 games. So that, It's such a toss-up yeah, for the so, Packers. So to, to me, me, the floor is 11 because – if you're looking at, and, and I'm only going based off of your, you know, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Eyes closed, Packers got nine wins just looking at the schedule. And then that means that there's eight games left, right? And they're up in the air. The Packers aren't and going. And you split them, you're the at 13. Pa- yeah, the Packers aren't going <laughs> two and six Very in true. those possible winnable hard games. Like, they're a hard game, too. You Very got Green true. Bay on the schedule. It's like, that's a tough one, mm-hmm. especially yeah. on the road. So, yeah. Um, Packers, are, I think twelve is a, is a lock or eleven is the lock. I'm going to go with thirteen because thirteen and four. No, no, no. Thir- Adams, they're just going to run through the league again. Matt Lafleur, thirteen wins a year, first three years. You know that's a bound to not. Happen. You think they win yeah. the division over <laughs> they Minnesota said that last year? Yeah, I mean, well, with he had no Minnesota Rogers, at ten yesterday. They said that so. last year with the, this off season was as as much as we lost with Devontae Adams. This off season was light years better than it was last year, as far as with the Rodgers situation and. Devontae Adams leaving, that was a shitty thing. But if you look at the news, the Packers news and their transactions in the weeks right after it, Jair extension, Kenny Clark extension, Devontae yeah, Campbell it, it, brought it back. The bank. Yeah, Devontae Campbell brought back. Razul Butler, uh, Razul Douglas, I always get that confused, brought back. These are two guys, those two guys would have been gone. We would have Devontae and none of them. And then you'd be like, oh, our third corner is weak. Who's going to play middle linebacker? Well, now we have a Cat. all-pro mm-hmm. and a... Not an all-pro, but a, almost an all-pro in Razul. Ken, really, letting you know, just as a programming note, really we did this last pro. year. We, we went through people's schedules. We said wins and losses, right? But then we actually sat down and did week-by-week predictions of each and every game. So yeah. we'll do that because again. Because have, I have a firm understanding as to when we right. do this ragtag, yeah, it, so it doesn't I'm not, line up. I'm not knee-deep in we it. Might, I'm just going in. We might have in. like 800 wins and only like 300 losses. Right. It would make zero actual math up. sense. We did it last year. Uh, it's actually on our Instagram. If I, we didn't, I don't think it deleted it. Our our 2013, uh, 2013 2021 predictions are out there on our Instagram, floating around there somewhere. Uh, when uh, Chris and AJ predicted the Commanders to win 12 games, um, you predicted I'll never the let that go. go 16 I did and 17, 17 and 0, <laughs> and run through and win the Super Bowl. So 21 and 0, or whatever the fuck. I wonder who was close. Well, the Chiefs did win 13. So at the end of the year, we were like, I think you won by a game or two games as far as the win-loss predictions as they went and did our game picks. This year, it's going to be a little different. There's going to be a lot of Patreon stuff involved where the picks won't be just kind of handed out uh, because we want to we want to test ourselves well, against the it's, sauce. It's not only that I want to test myself. I just also think that it's it's an unfair disadvantage for me to have to put my picks out there for the world to see on Friday, like th- 48 hours before kickoff. Very, very, very. A lot of factors. Good, good play. All right. 
so it's been a long one. It's went a little overtime today. We had a low. I, I said it. I said it in all the previews and all the stuff that I share out there. There was a loaded show, and it was so fantasy advice. Again, we hear you, Ken. If you, yes, definitely. If you uh, have watched the show and the internet kicked out, and you are actually very interested in what we had to say about the fantasy stuff, plus the Packers preview, plus everything else that we said today, this show every day is available on podcast form on Spotify, iTunes, everything. Our sound engineer Nick uh, gets that going and gets that up there. And of course, reminder, programming note, Sunday, uh, because today I'm probably going to go out and get a Netgear fucking thing. So Sunday, there'll be nice internet uh, for the break buds. That goes down at 8 o'clock. Yes, 8 o'clock. Go check out uh, the, the eBay store if you want to get in on some of the auctions. There's also a mini helmet that's up in the eBay store right now. And the starting bid price is $3.99. There's not many bids on them. So I'm telling you right now, and I'm not just saying this as a salesman, in the in the realm of where we're what we're doing, the prices that we have, we're ground level. Get in on them now because I promised you in three months the prices of this is going to be not ten dollars a team. It's, it's not. Be, no, it's going to be different. There's going to be bid, open bidding and things like that. It's your chance now to so get drop get your some decent cool stuff. Drop your um, or a chance your, to win. Drop your Venmo right now. It's at. At Chris Gucci. All right, so if you want in on this, G-U-E-C-I, at Chris Gucci, Venmo him right now. Uh, In the description, also the team. Careful, though. Okay, don't be careful. Message me first because I don't want you to Venmo me for a team that's bought already. Oh, yeah, so contact Chris. Go look at the Facebook. Go look at Instagram. I posted who who has uh, been bought already. The Bills and the Giants got bid on uh, from my friends, so... There, there you, you go. go. So we're, we're, we're rolling here. I appreciate you, Scoop. But you and look at that. They actually said it's that cheap. Like, it's crazy right now. So this is when you get – look, that Trevor Lawrence helmet that he won for fucking 10 bucks is a five to a, $500 to $1,000 item right now. Imagine if the guy has the career that everybody wants him to have as far as Jaguars fans are concerned. But, like, that – could be very, very valuable. And right now, Break Buds is doing big things. So break.buds on Instagram for all those updates, too. You're on Facebook. And, yes, and Ken, you're not wrong. Yes, there is a Break Buds. But really, like, I'm using the Break Buds, and then I'll share it to Chop Sports. You could go fo- follow and like it. I'm not pushing that page, but I'm not going to turn down likes. Um, and Ken, yes, the old bait and switch. Get it in for 10 now, but 50 by January. It's only a bait and switch if I'm fucking not telling you about it. Here I am saying, hey... It's cheap now. Oh, yeah, Get I was going to say, bait and switch is a bad thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> so, not a bait and switch because yeah. it's, it's being honest. It's right. Like we're, I'm not in this. I'm in this for fun, but, you know, hopefully there's some money involved down Absolutely. the line. I mean, no. <laughs> of course there's Hello? money involved. Hello. 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 All right. Anyway. So it's been a show, a loaded one. Again, our apologies about the internet. Um, it might not even be Optimum at this point. It might just be something uh, on my end. So we're going to fix all that. So thanks for sticking with us. If you did watch the video, please like the video if you're watching us later, which, by the way, if, you, if I've noticed... A massive chunk of our views on this show happen later on in the day. So for those people, thank you guys for tuning in later. Um, and, of course, like the video as you're watching it or when you're done watching it, if you're watching it on yes, the Yes, de- I got a message from Zeph yesterday who said, I caught back on the Break Buds episode and I just caught up on the Chop Daily. So I heard my name get announced. He's like, I knew I won. I just didn't know what I won or how I won. See, so just- I got something for you, but we'll, we'll, we'll link up. I think you sent me... He sent me a message, but we weren't friends, so I didn't see it in time. Goes right to spam. And now we are friends on it's put Facebook. Where I, it's where I put uh, all of Ken Palmer's and, um, messages. Yeah, right we'll, be, spam, we'll be linking up on the um, U.S. Just Postal kidding. Service airwaves. Seattle, somewhere. Miami, Gooch. That's what uh, Bailey wants. Down, all right, it's all written Seattle, down. Uh, I think Seattle is bought already. but We'll talk about but it. But it talk, might be yeah, for sale up. again because to- uh, Kyle bought it. He'll probably sell it if you want it. Oh, Kyle. Kyle's getting we'll involved. Now we'll you're talk. all in deep we'll shit. Talk. Kyle's getting in here with his unlimited bankroll. So make sure you get on that shit right yeah, now. So Kyle was like, is it cool if I buy a conference? And I said, it's, oh, it's before we real go. cool. 
but let's let everyone buy Before first. we go, uh, our boy Jack came That's in. I saw was. this question a couple times, uh, and I wasn't able to just pick up on it. Um, ticket prices, parking passes, usual for diehard fans. So apparently, parking passes are going on 9-11 for $125 for opening day. Like, fuck out of here. Are you out of your mind? Like, not you. Gotta, I'm talking about the person charging for that shit. You get in where you fit in, and guess what? Now, I don't think that's guess the Giants what? or no, the Jets no, no, charging but that. guess what? That parking lot will be filled with Act people who spend $125. Here's the only fix. Jack and I, I feel your pain, buddy. I feel it. Trust me. It's not. It's too much money. But people are going to pay it, so it's right. not too much. That's it. It's like you get, What is something worth? What's it worth, people, parking at Giant Stadium? Bet it's worth one twenty-five. I you. bet it's worth taking Betty, an Uber. Betty's buying a parking pass, unfortunately, and I'm not meaning to make fun of the situation, but no, it's, it's that's true. the case. No, that's the, right. that's the only way the, to fix it is everybody truth. doesn't go in. You have minimum, you minimum, exactly. hundred dollars. Right what now. do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? <laughs> I want to take you to dinner. All right. Anyway, go pay for my parking listen, pass. Go follow, follow us on all social media platforms. Hit us up if you want to come by, take a tour of the studio. Find us at uh, Chop Studios NJ on Instagram for Sturch. Gooch, and of course, Wrestling Rob. Jack, hit us up on the side. We'll talk to you a little bit. Maybe I can get you. I know a couple people over at the Meadowlands, so maybe I can hook you up uh, before that. Dun, dun, so, dun, dun, dun. With that being said, it's been a show, a long one, loaded show. Thanks for watching. See you back here Sunday night for the break cards, and then back on the show on Monday morning. But there was this one company, I think, called Chop Sports Media. Chop Sports Media. Yeah.